0: generation through education.
1: Let's run down the halls, speak out of turn, break a few rules and have an honest conversation of why schools need to change. Join me, Sal Gordon and other rule breakers as we dig into what needs to change, why and how we can pick up the pace of education reform. I think the school bell is about to ring, so let's get ready to get real. I'm the head of teaching and learning at Green School Valley. It's awesome to be here today um, to hang out with you and to share some of what we're doing at Green School Valley. We believe the purpose of education is to prepare people and communities for the future. Like the very purpose of education, the purpose of schools is to build a culture that moves us towards a sustainable future. And it's teachers that make this happen in schools. I believe that teachers are superheroes, and the educators at Green School Bali are some of the most top, most innovative, caring, creative, awesome people on this planet. Our teachers create innovative, fun, and transformative learning experiences every day. And one such such teacher who lives and breathes regeneration through education is Ida Rahayu. And we're super lucky. Uh, to have Ida here with us today to talk about how she is educating for sustainability how you doing Ida
0: oh, great thank you I'm so excited about this
1: yeah to, um, I had a run around I had a run around I went to my little podcast spot and there was already a teacher and there was someone building next door so I had a run around I'm in a, a different place than I thought and I've got this light challenge behind me see yeah. Did you find a quiet place? It's kind of hard to find a quiet place, a, a school in the jungle with a lot happening um, without walls.
0: Yeah, I You're came all the right? way down. Yeah, I'm doing all right. I think pretty quiet here. Um,
1: Where are you? Where are you sitting?
0: um, um I'm not, Minisankar, near the yoga studios. There's some people doing yoga at the moment, but um, I don't think they're going <laughs> to.
1: Unless, <laughs> I think unless, unless be it's okay. laughing yoga. Unless it's laughing yoga. Yeah, look, no, it's not laughing, um, yoga. there's for, for everyone else out there you might look like uh you're just watching two people two friends hanging out talking about education and and that's what we're going to do today because Ida and I have known each other for awesome. 10 years when um, I joined middle school with Ida um 10 years ago uh, and Ida and I have been working together for a fair while so um I'm so excited that you're here today and so excited to share your superpower um through the regeneration through education um Thank you for inviting me, Sal. I bet I'm going to learn a little bit more about you, but I really want everyone else to learn a little bit more about you. So I might jump into some questions. You ready? Yeah, sure. Yeah, Yeah, cool. I'm really fascinated with teachers and their experience in school when when you're a kid. Um, Tell us about a favorite memory of yours when you were a student at school.
0: Okay. Interesting. Going back. Um, actually I don't remember much enjoying the classes, but for sure I've got good memories with my friends, just hanging out with them, hanging out after school and walking back to like walking back home or even cycling. It was fun. And sometimes sleepovers, it was fun. Good times. I had great times. Um, but the school itself, I did enjoy some classes, like art classes like that, There, that, uh, that I actually did something or created something. I remember I made this, it took me a long time because I was just really, um, what do you call it? Just very, uh, I want to try to be detailed, as detailed as possible. And, and I, I was really proud of myself. So, Stuff like that. And, and also we had a lot of, uh, we had some assignments that I had I had to do home, like creating uh, to do at home, like homework that we had to create something like soap, making broom or ropes, using coconut husk, like a lot of natural things. And also cooking, those stuff that I enjoyed. Um, but a lot of it are actually more in the classrooms. Those are like more activities at home as homework, not that I actually did it at school.
1: Mm. um it's, so interesting yeah, that's that. what... it's interesting that isn't it that um many people the most favorite memory they have at school is friendships that they made um or camps or excursions um virtually it, it's a bit weird and i think i'm probably the same my favorite experiences are probably sporting ones um, and really nothing to, anything to do with academic things let's flip it let's talk about something that I also like to ask teachers um what did you learn at school that you think was a total waste of time to put it bluntly
0: um i think okay learning english
1: uh and here we are you
0: know i don't know if any of you is, actually have been to an indonesian school like a lot of teachers here they a lot of english teacher at uh, Indonesian schools they don't actually speak English they don't speak the language so a lot of English are taught through textbook so I learned so much grammar which actually at that point I had no idea like um, it was mostly grammars and then when I was in middle school I remember this I had a really strict teacher I like nobody dared to ask questions and then she kept saying like we had to make sentences like sentence I had no idea what the word sentence means um, and to me it sounded more like santan and santan is uh in Indonesian means coconut milk and I was just like I was just wondering like why did keep why did she keep saying coconut milk coconut milk like why what do we need to do like I had no idea, and I didn't learn much English when I was at school, but they taught us grammar, but I had no idea what it is, so I didn't learn a word and yeah. um well <laughs> i took I took a English degree when I was in uni. then I started, of course, knowing more actually, yeah um yeah, that that's when I learned a little bit more so i I took a teaching English, but I didn't speak English as like I, how I speak right now so I, mean, I didn't actually awesome. I can say thank you. I didn't actually speak English maybe not much when I was in in- in uni, so I was more learning about how to teach English, so this mm-hmm. makes sense right like when i when yeah. a lot of uh schools in Indonesia, the English teachers they don't even speak English um until when I finished uni and I joined this course that really made me like isn't a village somewhere in my hometown that um that the whole village for there's a lot of people going there to just learn English like three month course, but there's a lot of activities that you can actually speak. So then my English is getting better. And then, uh, I learned, uh, and then I got a job teaching English. Actually, this is the real time that I'm actually learning English. So when yeah. I was at school and I was in uni, I didn't really, I didn't speak like this. Trust me.
1: Hmm. <laughs> So, well, let's keep going I was with that. Using
0: it, yeah.
1: Let's keep going yeah. with that because we we are segueing into well, getting you know getting to know you, but getting to know you now as an educator. Give us a little short intro to who you are as an educator.
0: Um. So after yeah, after graduating from high school, actually this is very interesting. After graduating from high school, I wanted a major in chemistry. I didn't want to be a teacher. So back then uh, on a trip somewhere, my dad told me it was like you gotta get it. Can you please get a teaching degree instead? Because, you know, like he was a teacher, the whole, um, whole of his family also like teacher, all of his siblings were teachers. And he wanted someone in the, in the family to become a teacher. So just to follow his, his fast and, um, didn't want to be a teacher, but then I applied anyway. So, uh, and I was accepted in the university teaching, I uh, was it, English education and literature so and to be honest, I'm so grateful that I did it because yeah, right. I love I just realized now that I love teaching, I'm really passionate about teaching. I have so many patients, but um <laughs> but I love teaching, and at the same time, I also love learning, and I believe that you know learning. It has to be anytime, anywhere. And um, that really motivates me. And I learn from my students. I learn from the community. I learn from the environment. I learn from nature. Keep learning. And that's that's what makes you a great teacher.
1: And so we touched on this at the very start. When I joined Green School um, in middle school 10 years ago, um, I joined the middle school with you. So when did you join Green School and what was your motivation? Why did you come to Green School?
0: I joined actually two years before you then, uh twelve years ago. Actually in January next year, next year, 2014, 24. I'll be yep. 12 years. Yep. Woo, it's a long time. Wow. <laughs> um yeah, um so at that time before Green School I was teaching English at one of the English language schools uh in Indonesia. And one day I met this, uh, I met someone who at that time was actually a, the principal of the Green School principals. Oh. I don't know if you know him. <laughs> who was um, so Steve. No, oh, actually Steve. before Andy. Yes, yeah. yes. So yeah. he encouraged me to apply for a position at Green School. And at that time I had no clue about a school, about, about this, about Green School. Not at all. But he said, like, well, we need an Indonesian language teacher. And I said, well, I, I can only teach English. That's my background. That's my major. And then he said, give it a try. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I did so, apply so Wait and, a minute.
1: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So you went yeah. from teaching English to English. Indonesians from that to teaching Indonesian to English language speakers. Oh, it seems. Yes. No, it sounds like a logical yeah. step to me. Keep going, keep going. Yeah. I'm fascinated with yeah. your story because I didn't know <laughs> part of this. I'm getting to learn even a little bit more about you after ten years. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah.
0: So I was. Uh, then I, I. I got a job and then I started t- here teaching Indonesian, and because at that time in the middle school there's no Indonesian language program, so I created the program here, and um, so yeah, I had no idea about the school at that time. And when I came in, it's like, oh my god, it's mind blowing, and it's, I was so amazed. I couldn't believe that there's such a school here in my country, mm. <laughs> like yeah. in uh in the on the island that I lived in. So, um, yeah, fr- I learned that from the website and
1: and here you are Th- that's well, that's
0: that's who i am and yeah it's been since a, then. A,
1: a 12 year journey from them because we're not actually yeah. here today to talk at regeneration through education about you teaching bahasa indonesian to a whole heap of expat kids at green school bali we're actually here to talk to you a little bit more about your role as our middle school green studies teacher um and I might sort of segue into that because when I did meet you, you were the, the, the Bahasa Indonesian teacher for middle school. Um, but I remember an opportunity when middle school started getting bigger that we needed more thematics teachers. And I teamed you up with no one, no one. Hi, no one. If you're uh, uh, looking there um, to teach some grade six thematics. And from that, you, um, I suppose, learn a fair bit. Everyone learns from no one. Yeah. No one's pretty awesome. Um But you went from thematics to green studies to um, a whole heap of amazing things that we want to talk about more. So I'll actually stop talking, but tell me, what is green studies? Because you're our middle school green studies teacher and nearly everything you do, all of the amazing programs that we want to talk a little bit more about um, in this podcast, it's it's about green studies. So what is green studies?
0: Yeah, it's actually when people ask me these questions, uh, "What do you teach at Green School?" I teach Green Studies. I'm not quite sure how to explain it because Green Studies is—I'm pretty sure this is the only subject that occurs only here in at Green School Bali, right? <laughs> uh, so yeah. Green Studies—it's—it's it's a program at Green School where we have our classes mostly outside or explore and learn literally from nature. Um. Um. Biology and environmental science are a big part of it. Um, and we really value relationships and connections in our education. It's, it's one of our learning principles in pedagogy. Um, so green studies bring our students to be more connected with the environment, with nature. So they, they, they get to actually be in nature and be curious and learn more about, about what's around them.
1: Yeah, Be and we talk, we it. we often talk about it's not uh, educating about sustainability, but educating for sustainability. And so in the same way, we can go, well, it's not just learning in nature, but learning mm-hmm. with and for nature is really powerful. Um, yeah. And I think other schools, there's a, a, amazing uh, schools doing innovative things, but yeah green studies is pretty unique to green school in terms of the breadth of the opportunities in a green studies program especially i mean our green studies program starts at early years and really finishes really at at the end of uh, middle school grade eight but still when they go into high school there's certain aspects of the high school program that is still very green studies which has good science good environmental science to it but uh, a constant connection because we know that connection is yeah. something um, we need to provide as, as educators, that connection to nature. I think nearly every environmental issue we've got is because we've lost a connection uh, with nature. We've thought we're bigger than nature. and We've built over the top of nature and we throw rubbish in nature. We, we, we've, we've, we've lost that connection. You know, if nature was our best friend we wouldn't be treating nature that way and so it's time to reconnect and the green studies program I know is a, a massive part of how we connect people yeah totally. thanks for that one look in terms of learning opportunities for students at green school buddies uh, at green school valley in your green studies classes what are the some of the learning opportunities that the program provides that other schools might not um, and we we've sort of talked about that already but I'd still like to dive into <laughs> it a bit more.
0: Yeah well I guess you know like some other schools definitely they have like also biology and environmental science too but what we do here what might might make it different is like we connect it to sustainability itself like how again yeah. like educating for sustainability and we are so lucky that we have actually such a wonderful space our campus that allows um, our students to actually learn in um, natural environment when they learn about chickens let's say they actually work with the chickens take care of them and connect with the chickens and uh, they learn about the bees on the pollinators they're actually like now my class is creating a pollinator garden they actually look at the bees and learning more about bees by looking at the bees by holding the bees um so we are so lucky that we have the opportunity to to actually like experience. Yeah. Because not a lot of schools actually have have that. They yeah. learn from the videos or maybe the books or stories and I guess I guess that's what makes it a little different with other uh, yeah. schools. Again, it think? probably allows
1: us to educate for sustainability or learn uh-huh. in and for and with nature rather than just learning about nature i wish yeah. we could talk more about the bees how's your bee project going
0: it's it's, it's great i'm just like I'm so i'm so happy that uh, we have the bees here and i know like we have a lot of bees actually white bees but um um but these bees that the kids can actually see and connect and not being scared and actually feeling calm when, when being around them. It's, mm. yeah, it's lovely. We're creating, We're going to create a pollinator garden, um, which we have a lot of flowers, but we want to just like one specific place that we're going to
1: yeah. go to you could grow just that, flowers. You could combine that touch bees thing with a mindfulness. It's very mindful, oh, wouldn't it? Totally. Yeah. Totally,
0: yes. Actually Hanging just out. feeling it and smelling it and yeah. it's it's one of the activities. Um uh, and and just wondering just looking at them, um just wondering like what they're curious about. So that's normally like what I did in the first class, just yeah. by observing them and then what questions, what would you like to know? So that way like at the end of the term they will answer all those questions that they actually being curious at the beginning mm. of the term. When they started learning about
1: bees so yeah well, well how are you connected to bees pollinators are yeah. pretty important yeah indicator species yes you, you could you could yeah. almost build a whole i mean you have probably thought about it yourself you know whether it's amphibians in environments uh, uh indicators of lower pollution for example if there's no amphibians and we need we need our indicator species and we need to respect that it's a it's <laughs> an indigenous knowledge too isn't it um totally it, yes it, it, so that's another thing I think that green studies is good at because nature has always been here and will always be here with it, with or without us and, and tapping into the indigenous knowledge as well um, around indicator species, bees, just one example. Mm-hmm. It's really about sort of activated learning too, you know. Um, I, I know that your green studies programs, you're probably not sitting down and doing many exams.
0: We right. don't have
1: exams. No, like, no. So your outcomes. <laughs> you know, a so lot, your of, outcomes, lot of
0: projects, actually. A so lot, of, outcomes lot of in
1: Your assessment has got to be different because we still assess. And if we don't have an mm-hmm. exam, which everyone in the planet who's a teacher goes, right, I'm going to teach this and here are their learning outcomes. And at the end, mm-hmm. they're going to get a chance to demonstrate their learning. How are... Uh, mm-hmm. Activated learning opportunities are probably as big as thing as we want at Green School Valley. So students to do more with their learning than just pass a test. What are the, What are mm-hmm. some of the things that students do with their learning in Green Studies?
0: Uh, um. Well, let's say you're talking about the exams or like how I – No,
1: instead of an exam, oh, how are you going to – how do you write a report yeah, yeah. if you haven't given like, them an exam?
0: they actually they do we do a lot of projects like now designing the garden like say grade 6 are working on the designing a garden so they're learning about permaculture skills and then how they can apply that into actually their design and into growing uh, themselves like growing their own food um i'll I'll talk more about like what what i actually teach in, in uh, green studies later but uh, yeah so a lot of project based and um that's that's how they apply their knowledge that they learn sometimes of course we have classroom classrooms that they learned yeah. more theory and we watch some videos and we had discussions something like that and uh, but we also like, bring it into doing it and and that's that's yeah. there's the exams the exams are like real real life
1: <laughs> yeah oh, I've just thought of something else like in terms of learning opportunities through a green studies program we're also Um, important trying to shift the paradigm away from just content knowledge based education to skills and values because we know skills and values are transferable across time yeah they're they're not 21st century skills they're just skills that have been with us for a long time and values are that underlying foundation so you know in a green studies program we are talking, you know, we've got our own green school skills. You know, I'm talking to someone that knows mm-hmm. all about this, but, you know, in terms of communication, collaboration, creative thinking, thinking critically, um, thinking in systems. Um, what else have we got? Being aware. Yeah. yeah, Activating. Think critically. Think critically. Could think cri- you- It, it, yeah. it oh. sounds like green studies in itself is a program that allows uh, good skill-based learning opportunities too, right?
0: all of it yes <laughs> all of
1: it and then when you go on and go, well, you that. know it's great to be skilled up but unless you've got good foundational values that are underlying your skills so some of the skills our i respect skills i bet your skill-based learning is quite easy to do in terms of your green studies program too what are some of the values you think students learn in in green studies
0: um well definitely integrity responsibility like now uh, the students are like taking care of so they are all uh, planting from seeds individually and they're gonna have to take care of this plant of course when they grow the garden later and responsibility in um uh, what do you call it when they have a role in the grim warong which um I would like to actually talk more about like what what, what's in the green studies. So, and then sustainability is big, big part of it. Of course, like, you know, whatever they do, we, they, they started with, um, learning about Pramakati ethics. Like what do we do? What have we done? Uh, uh that actually align with the ethics and what what can do what we can do better and why we do what we're doing now like how is it aligned with this ethics and how is it sustainable how we can sustain this can sustain us as human being not as just human being but being part of nature how we can live in harmony with nature
1: yeah and that's perfect that's giving me the next little section because we know that values-based learning is important, and teachers all around the world are wondering how you do it because you can't test for it. Mm-hmm. But Ed just described this there, where you provide students opportunities to experience or demonstrate a value, whether it's integrity, responsibility, and they can see that value in action, the impact and the effect of it, and then think backwards and forwards in their life and how that uh, that impact could be created again just by demonstrating that value, and you do it all the time. And so not only is it knowledge, but it's skills and its values and it's activated learning. I think we all know about green studies right now. I know you're not allowed to have favourites. You're not allowed to have favourites either, but you do. And I do too. And let's get down to talking to something that's really special to you that you've created at green school. And it's uh, special to the green studies program. It's seeds to table. Can you give us a description of the program, how it started, how it's developed, and what are some of the learning activities that go into that Seeds to Table program? Go for it. Thank
0: (laughs) you. So it it all started with a cooking class, actually, when I was still teaching Indonesian. So now this is like the continuous story. (laughs) When I was still teaching Indonesians, I ran a cooking class. It's a challenge program. It's a four-hour-long class every week, and that lasts for the whole term. And at that time, the course was just like kids searching for recipes, and then we cooked. They no. brought the ingredients, they brought the ingredients, and then we cooked. But then I thought, it's like, wow, it's great. The kids loved it. But then, what? What are they actually learning? You know, like I didn't, I didn't see that they actually learned something. They can just do this at home. Why, like, just get recipes and cook? And so. At that time, though, my, my focus was only on organizational skills. I still, they I learned something, you know, but we're at Green School. That could be like something more than that. Yeah. And I want, you know, like this class, I believe that this class could be more impactful and not just for the students, but also for the environment. So in 2016, I had the opportunity to take a year long um, course on permaculture design at it's it's a. Graduate certificate program by Central Queensland University. I remember that. So the cooking, <laughs> so the cooking class became the seeds to table program, where the students learned more from growing, from seeds to harvest and to cook. And at the time, I still ran it as a one-term long uh, program, and I felt like this is not enough. Mm. And reality food is very complex and has a lot of elements and that could be part of the programs. So in 2020, I had the opportunity to take over all green studies classes in the middle school. So no longer teaching Indonesian. Um, So I decided to expand the sister table program into a three year program for six, seven, and eight. So, um, because I believe, like I'm, I'm really passionate about food, and I believe that food is something that we should be more connected with, especially at this time, which a lot of us are very disconnected with food. We have no idea where our food come from anymore, and we have, we don't know the impacts for the environment and um uh, and also to our own health, mm. which is massive, which is big, and we don't realize that. And I really believe that this is something that we need to bring in into school. And I I don't see a lot of schools that are actually having the curriculum that is um, bringing food into part of it. Because let's say like 50 years ago, there's no such a thing that we need to be more connected with food because a lot of people were just like growing their own food and um, mm. it wasn't like this before. Yeah. So I believe that this is really important right now. So, so tell me, keep then, going
1: though. Okay. Keep going though <laughs> so you've gone from Bahasa, Indone- One, uh, Bahasa Indonesian teacher to thematics, to green studies, and now a seeds to table program.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I'm going to move it along a little bit more. Seeds to table was developed into uh, seeds to table developed into seeds to warong or seeds to yeah. restaurant. Hasn't it? Tell us about yeah. the next step, yeah. uh, that next evolution.
0: Yeah. So this three year uh, program, uh, grade six and seven and eight, they all all learning different thing, but everything's still related to food. Yeah. So from grade six, they learn about the soil, um, like how is the soil connected to our health and yeah. the microbes and like everything's related to soil and planting and growing um, basically the food productions. Plants, they learn about medicinal plants, they learn about microgreens and learning about the nutrients and uh, sprouts and microgreens. So this is all related to growing and plants in, in, in the garden and soil. Um, so that's that's grade six. Yeah. And grade seven, they more learning about the, the the animals, how how animals being part of the ecosystem that supported our food system.
1: Yeah.
0: So like... I, uh, I said earlier, the chickens, chickens, the bees, I learned about deep uh, litter composting uh, as part of the chicken program, and then also composting itself, the forest, and how all these animals and the insects, they're they're part of us, and we are part of them. And learning about uh, fermentation, microbes, how we cannot live without microbes, believe mm. it or not, 99% of us of of you is actually microbes you're only one percent human <laughs> and sometimes i feel, um, sometimes yeah, I feel this... less
1: I, sometimes i feel less than one percent <laughs> keep going keep going it's fascinating and, so, get into grade eight what's grade eight to yeah
0: be? and grade eight is really fun i mean all all of them are fun so grade eight is more um um more about enterprise like creating food and enterprise so a graded like term one that we starting with the food philosophy. How they create the creating website at the moment, they're creating websites. They learn about like what is the history of food, GMO, green revolution. I don't know if you know what that mm-hmm. is. The hunter and gatherer, like started all yeah. this, like how we become who we are right now in our food and what could be the solution. So they are in uh, their mindful eating, like what should we eat? How can we? Uh, What should we eat to be healthy and sustainable? But learning with all, like, how or what our food system right now is like, uh, get the kids to, this is the critical thinking coming, uh, 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 critical thinking skills coming in and like how we, um, what can we do? How can we as part of this nature, as part of nature to contribute so that we can live in harmony with nature? from with our food, but that's uh, in term one, they're working on the food philosophy and in term two, they uh, they're creating products based on the food philosophy that they will work on their own marketing, their own uh, ingredients, how like connect more with like where where the ingredients actually come from. So they had to create a food product that is healthy and sustainable individually. And then the next term, it's more collaboration that they they run the warong. So warong is an Indonesian term of a cafeteria. So yeah. basically I can say it's kind of a restaurant, let's yep. say, at school. But they run they run a restaurant like a hundred percent by them. So it's from um getting a loan and they apply for the job. So this is an opportunity for them to become a real entrepreneur. I mean before that they created their own as becoming an entrepreneurs already. Yeah, yeah. And then the Green Warong, more collaborations, a bigger uh, bigger um format. Did yeah. I say format? Okay. Uh, and and they work together to manage a Warong. So they actually apply for the job. So I created a job opportunity for them. They apply for the job. They got a job interview and um so everyone has their own role. So this is where they're responsibly. They have to be responsible yeah. with their, their own roles. There's a manager, there's a head chef, there's an accountant, there's um, marketing, there is waiters, there are purchasing. Um, so all jobs basically in the restaurants is available and they applied for it. They did a job interview and then they ran the on They created the menu. It's still based on the philosophy and then also green school uh, food and beverage policy, and they get paid. This is the fun part that they really they love that part, and um they get paid by their profit, and some of the profit um we call it tax, and the tax we use it to help support the farmers to so, uh, to grow organically, and we would like to connect with these farmers and the that hopefully later on, these farmers can supply us of
1: the Food, wow! So, wow! So, you're talking so, about a program that starts with the dirt through plants, animals, and then into philosophy and then a business. Um, and
0: dinero with, and
1: <laughs> kids making money from whilst they're learning about all of this cool stuff in your seeds to the table, your green, why wrong? Uh, it is pretty and, epic. This might yeah. sound, yeah, keep going.
0: Yeah, not not just not just like the money, but like the experience no. when they they actually you know like have to deal with the customers, which is for me it's they they didn't expect you know like yeah sometimes they're like uh, what do you call it mean customers so it happens yeah. you know like yeah. some some other skills because the the customers are pretty much other students as well the other students as you know like there's like. Can i have my food now like get frustrated yeah. and they get frustrated and they, you know like it's it's chaotic you know can they had no basic uh there's not much you know they're not professional professional but yeah. they're learning to be they're professionals yeah. and and all of the challenges kind of pretty much the same like what happens in the real warung or the real restaurant yeah and they had to deal with that
1: yeah and, in it's, real life. And, and, and we're talking about, and I know a part of this program sort of filtered up into high school, but we're talking about real world mm. activated learning based on connecting to nature and understanding the importance of food and being able to share that inside a school community by creating a business. I don't think, in terms of real world activated learning and outcomes, um, all of the skills and all of the values, it's it's. I've got a question, but it seems funny that I'm even going to ask it. Here's the. It's basically the last question. Um, how is this regeneration through education? I mean, how is it not? I mean, it actually does sound a bit funny <laughs> me asking you this question. But it's it's how in my it notes. Not? It's, it's in my notes. You know. Well, come on. Uh, we. We're, this is a podcast. It's called regeneration through education. Yeah. <laughs> We've gone through green studies. We've gone right through the the program. I think everyone mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. listening to this, seeing, watching this, has got a good idea. How is it regeneration through education?
0: Well, maybe we go, let's go back to the definition. Of regeneration itself is the natural process of replacing and restoring things that are damaged. Um, yeah. Either it's cells, organisms, systems, and yep. sister table and the green status program in general is about restorations.
1: Yeah. And, and um. Not just environmental restoration, but restoring that connection to nature that we totally yes. embedded in us. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and but, yeah, it's skill-based learning yeah. with values and yeah. all responsibility, integrity, sustainability, and um a lot more. <laughs>
1: and I'd say that and, um, students in your class are taking their learning home and embedding it in their lives at home too. Oh,
0: totally. Totally. I got actually some parents came to me and told me, it's like, well, we, whenever we go out to supermarkets, like it's just reminding, us like, uh, uh, this no, this is important. No, we, we're not supposed to use this. And, Parents that's, sometimes even parents came to me and asked questions like, "Oh, like no, learning more about food," and I'm I'm so grateful, yeah. you know. Like, and some of the kids cook more. Um, that's
1: that's really cool. That's what makes me happy. <laughs> so it's it's and, more yeah. more than just learning in class. It's learning that's having an impact on the on the world now and individual yeah. and family lives. But we know this this yeah. type of learning is actually part of what we call regeneration yeah. through education. Mm-hmm. It's quite epic. We're running out of time, yeah. Ida. We're yeah. running out of time. I do so want to leave. We, oh, you, oh go yeah. on.
0: Well yeah, well, and then also another part of regeneration is like how we share all of this. Like now what we're doing right now is sharing with all, all of you what what we what we have here at Green School and also City Table program already written in a book called New Paradigm of Education.
1: Right. Um, so can we um, get is there new a chat? Of is there something- rising? of something? Is there because yeah. I think there'd be people here going, yeah, well, we want to do some of this in our yeah. school. So you have, um, you've got this chapter in this book. What's the name of the book? Is there is there any way that we can get? Um, um
0: it's yeah, it's on, uh, it's on Amazon. You can buy new. This is the second book of New Paradigm of Education. New um, paradigm but, of but, education. New, uh, but the one with the table is New Paradigm of Education Rising, and. um, so that and also there's I will maybe we can share later also the one with the handbook.
1: Oh, it's gone in. Yeah Desi's, Desi's okay. in there. So so if you're interested in the, the Seats of Table program and, and learning more about it, um, Desi's put a link in there for, for the Amazon thing. You know, it's and, a great book. part of what you do too, I know we might go a couple of minutes over time, but that's all right. Part mm-hmm. of what you do uh, in terms of regeneration through education is providing sort of your insight and skills through our green educator network and courses. Mm-hmm. But, um, you've been in a handbook with the, the head foundation as well. Is that yes. right? So, yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: If you go to head foundation,
1: the Head you, can, Foundation. you can
0: actually find, yeah, Head Foundation in Singapore is based in Singapore. You can also find the handbook 2023. It's very clear. Actually, I um I described what green studies a uh, middle school, what sister table is um there, everything in there. Yeah. So
1: yeah, because we're we're a wallless school, and one of the walls that we don't want is the learning in here just to stay in here. So we we share. Um, and so you can go and get that. Uh, book on Amazon or you can go to the head foundation website and get a handbook there as well. Or you could come and do um, a green educator course either online or with us at green school, Bali. Think of that. Come to Bali for a, for a week and hang out with awesome educators like Eda um, to learn from us. Eda, um, before we close, let's finish off. Um, let's hmm. finish off with a little, little bit of fun. I call it teacher word association. I'm going to throw some words at you. I think there's seven of them. And with your teacher hat on, I want you to say um, what first comes into your mind. Yeah, there okay. are no wrong, no wrong answers. So you ready? <laughs> and then after that, yeah. after that, I'm going to check the chat and see if there's any any questions in there. Um, we will have a, a few minutes after that to, to answer any quick questions, and then we'll close. So you ready? For okay. Your, um, I'm ready. Word association. Okay. Word number one okay. is food. Live. Great. Nature. Trees. Trees. Yeah. Okay. First thing that's good. Remember, no wrong answers. Bees.
0: Um. Healthy.
1: Yeah. Good. Exams.
0: Real life.
1: Real life. Like real life is an exam. Good one. Textbooks. Yeah. Textbooks. Boring. Boring. <laughs> yeah. Classrooms. Classrooms.
0: I love classroom in the garden.
1: The garden, the garden is your classroom. That's cool. And the last word, the last word for a teacher organization is the future.
0: Peace.
1: Peace.
0: I want the future to be in peace.
1: I want it to be peaceful too. Peaceful with people and peaceful in nature. Um, It was awesome. Right. And just bear with me. I'm going to go over here and look on the chat. Um, Oh, Emma, Emma Dean, uh, now in Hong Kong, limitations to space and wild boars thanks for sharing that Emma is that I can I can see you smiling on the screen too it's great having these live pod pod podcasts and we can actually sort of see people never read um gonna need exposure the most I'm already making links to farms well special lighting inside is there anything else I reckon um Emma if you want to put your email in um a private message to me yeah um we can share a heap more information with you uh and and i'll I'll get that i'll get ask um desi to to save your email and and we'll create a connection because you're there yeah i'm coming
0: i'm coming to green school barley for your eight day immersion course in november um so for that but um yeah i've done it in london yeah i've done it in central london everything but hong kong is proving more difficult
1: (laughs) yeah oh awesome well i can't it's great that you're here today yeah thanks um and we'll see you in November. But, yeah, again, just uh, make sure you share your contact or something and we'll, we can be in touch, you know, before November. Well, what's that?
0: your email?
1: I'm not going to – oh, okay. My email is sal.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: At, at greenschool.org. Okay, cool. And Thanks. I've just put my, my email address on a live podcast that we're going to share. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. We've been like bamboo here. <laughs> okay everyone um we got to close the, the the podcast um and it's been awesome um and special special shout out to emma for for joining the podcast too you know at green school Bali, we've created a new model of education we created a new model of how a school can look um, how it functions as and within the community how we teach and learn in our classrooms We believe that schools should be communities of learners, communities that educate for a sustainable future. And we believe that education in itself is a change mechanism tool for regeneration. You know, we live in a fast-changing world with increasingly complex challenges, and it's going to get more complex in the future. Therefore, education in itself needs to be fast-changing. The world needs education to change. And for students, we need... To educate them for the planet you know it's huge gratitude Ida for sharing your teacher superpower with us today um I really got into everything about your story actually um we might have to do another podcast and go deep diving into bees because I think indicator species and pollinators are really cool um after knowing you for 10 years um, I feel like I've got to know you even more today. So big thank you. Huge gratitude to you, Ida.
0: Thank you. Thank no. you for inviting me. in. No.
1: My pleasure. And everyone else, that's a wrap for Regeneration Through Education. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, please get in touch with us if you want to know more. Uh, remember that we've got courses here. The online, uh, submers- the online... Oh, I've lost all my words today. The online but blended courses are really fun. Uh, but the in-person ones are where we really make change happen. Um, there's more than a 1,000 people, educators, in our Green Educator Network, and we're growing and growing and want to share and and living towards our mission that's a community of learners making our world sustainable. So um, that's us. That's it. That's so long. Goodbye. Take care, everyone, and um, see you next time. See you. Thanks, Ida.
0: Bye, everyone. Regeneration through education.